Hey there, and welcome to episode three of this season of Behind the Membership. Today, I'm talking with Alicia Robertson from the Purpose to Service Academy. And Alicia started her membership after becoming burnt out as a coach and realizing while she was expecting her first child that there must be a better way for her to help people. Something I particularly love about Alicia's story is that she didn't know what a membership was and had never even been in a membership before. But when she came across this model, she realized it was exactly what she was looking for and got to work. But it hasn't all been plain sailing and the version of the membership that Alicia first launched is very different to what she has today. So join me as Alicia and I discuss niching down, pivoting your model, surprising and delighting your members and much, much more. Welcome to Behind the Membership with Callie Willows. Real people, real stories, real memberships. My guest today is Alicia Robertson from the Purpose to Service Academy. Welcome to the show, Alicia. I am really looking forward to talking with you today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to, to talking about you because I know you've kind of had a few twists and turns on your membership journey so far. So do you want to start off by telling us a little bit about what the Purpose to Service Academy is, what it offers, who it's for, that kind of thing? Yeah, so the Purpose to Service Academy is a, I call it now, a 12-month group coaching program for overworked and overwhelmed coaches and online service providers. And our goal for the academy is to help um, these coaches and like online service providers to simplify their business. And that means for us helping them to launch their one signature offer. So putting all of their focus in one offer, but also uh, showing them how to create this like client experience strategy that allows them to create this amazing client experience that doesn't lead to burnout and doesn't lead to overwhelm. So as a coach, you know, over the past few years, I've learned that the one thing that really like pushes us into burnout is that we try to focus on way too much as far as like our offers. And then we also feel like we can't say no when it comes to our clients, which leads to us taking calls at 10 o'clock at night or answering emails at two o'clock in the morning. And like that isn't sustainable at all. And I'm, I'm really big on building an intentional, sustainable business. So we really do help these uh, like members to just restructure their business and be able to create this great experience that makes them money, but also allows them to like live the life that they desire as well. I love that. That sounds like a great mission. And I, I can imagine a lot of people uh, needing just that. Yeah. And so how long ago did you launch the membership or the program? So we're coming up on a little over a year and a half. So we, yeah, about a year and a half, almost two years now. And it was a completely different membership than it was before than it is now but um it's definitely been an exciting like year and a half of just learning what my clients are needing and my members are needing and being able to kind of tweak and make you know changes based on that over the past you know almost two years awesome so let's talk about that a little bit then so you mentioned it's a very different membership now than it was when you first started so so what is different what has changed yeah. So um, originally it was called the Low Collective. So big name change happened, um, but it originally started out as just a membership for anybody who wanted to build a business with intention, because again, I'm a full believer in like sustainable, intentional businesses. And it there wasn't too much of like a niche. So it was like, if you are a uh, 
graphic designer or if you are selling products, like it was just anyone who was just wanting to build a more sustainable business. Um, And it started out as that. But as I started talking to my clients, as I started thinking about, okay, what is it that you are really good at as a coach? Um, I realized that I wanted to be a little bit more focused than just all business owners who, you know, want to have this nice, amazing, like intentional business. And I really had to take a step back and think about, okay, like when it comes to you as a coach, like, what do you feel is like your zone of genius? Like if you think back to like your one-on-one coaching days, like who are the entrepreneurs that you felt like you were able to help the most and like get the best results for? And for me, it was definitely other coaches and other online service providers. Like I feel like I'm in the zone when I'm coaching them and not that I can't help, you know, other types of entrepreneurs, but I just, I really felt like they were like, they were like my thing, like my focus. So I did some polling. I talked to like my current members inside of my community. And surprisingly, the majority of my current members were um, coaches or some type of online service provider. So it just made sense for me to slowly begin making those changes and to just better position myself in this industry as someone who is working strictly with coaches and other online service providers. And like, I've I've, I've talked about it in Membership Academy of like, I think these people are going to hate me. (laughs) Like I'm making these changes, but it's been such like a seamless like transition of going from a very like broad kind of audience to like niching down a lot more. And it's, it's been an amazing experience over the past year and a half. I love that. And so when you did do that niching down, so you mentioned most of your members already kind of fit into that new Mm -hmm. niche or new market. Did the, the ones that didn't, did they kind of naturally kind of deselect themselves from the membership or did they stay on board anyway? So about half and half, I would say. So I've I've definitely had a few who were like, you know what, like, it's great. I love you, but I think I need to, you know, be in a program that's focused more on like what I'm specifically trying to do. And then I also had some people um, who stayed and were like, you know, they still have access to like all of my other courses and things that aren't necessarily geared towards um, like coaches and things like that. So they still had access to all of that. So I still had some people who were like, yeah. I'll stay like it's it's fine like I still like being coached I, and I still I let them know that if they have questions I'm not going to like ignore their questions because they don't fit into like this new area that I'm focusing on so I still use their questions um I have one amazing member who actually sells products she sells planners and she went through the purpose of service course and was like wait, I can apply a lot of this to like my like product-based business. So she has been able to get like results just from, you know, even though it's not necessarily for her, she's still been able to get results from it, which is amazing. Awesome. And so you mentioned as well that it's a 12-month program. So is that a, a specific kind of structured curriculum you're putting everybody through? Yeah, yeah. So before, before we, I rebranded everything, it was like a monthly like membership where they could pay monthly, they could kind of leave whenever they wanted to. But uh, when I rebranded to the Purpose to Service Academy, I do have a course inside of the program called Purpose to Service. So it's a, I think we're at nine modules now. It keeps growing. (laughs) It's a like nine like module course that they go through that literally walks them through each piece of like launching their offer. So it is like a structure and they can go at it, you know, however, 
like in whatever amount of time they want to go through it, but it is like a structured course that they go through. So when I was thinking about rebranding, I, I thought about, okay, if they're going through this course, it's not one of those things where you can go through it in 30 days and get like massive results. Like I'm, I'm again about building a sustainable business. So you have to like take your time and, and like implement what you're learning as you're going through it. So as I was thinking about it, I was like, I don't want people to come in for 30 days and say, okay, I've got all these things. I'm just going to, you know, leave. Like you have to at least be in there. I feel like three to six months to see real results. So I decided to switch it to um, like a 12 month commitment for our clients so that I am there till I literally walk with them through, you know, certain pieces like they submit assignments and I give them feedback. And then we have biweekly coaching calls now. So like I'm very hands on with their progress. So and I knew that that was some that was something that was going to require a, a bigger commitment on their end. So it sounds like there's a lot of access to to kind of you in the membership. Mm-hmm. What's the the pricing of the membership now that you've put that 12 month commitment on and you do have that kind of access level to you? Yeah, so it's either uh, $209 a month or it's $2,500 for the entire year. Okay, so still really reasonably priced there for, the, yeah. for, for what they're getting. Yeah. yeah, and I wanted to still make it accessible and I still wanted to make people you know, to not feel like they had to make bad financial decisions in order to like enroll in it. But I also knew that $15 a month wasn't going to cut it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so are you operating that on a, are you doing a closed door model with that or are you open all the time for people to join whenever, whenever they need you? So it's open all the time, but one of the things I switched as well, what is it's application-based um, just because I want to make, since it is a higher like price point than it was before, I want to make sure that you are ready for this program once you get in it. So it's definitely geared towards more like established like entrepreneurs. So I, I want to make sure that you are in a good space because I don't want you to get into the program and you, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm drowning. <laughs> I want, yeah, I want to make sure we're getting people in who are like, ready and in a good position in their business to take advantage of it. So um, it's still evergreen. So like you can apply at any time. Um, But yeah, it's application based now. Awesome. And so going backwards a little bit then, what actually inspired you to create a membership in the first place? Yeah. yeah. So years ago, um, I was one-on-one coaching, doing a lot of one-on-one coaching. And I found myself in a position where I've thought that I needed to scale very fast because that's what all the marketing gurus were telling you to do. And, you know, you have to do all of these different things in order to become successful. And while I was getting good clients, I I didn't have any boundaries around those clients. So I practice what I preach now. Like I was one of those people who were answering emails at like one, two o'clock in the morning and taking on calls when I would rather be, you know, out with friends or whatever. So I ended up just being very burnt out from one-on-one coaching. So taking on way too many clients and not charging enough and still trying to keep up with all these different marketing strategies and all these different things that everyone was telling me that I needed to do. And it got to the point where I was so burnt out that I couldn't do anything, like could not get out of bed. When I did get out of bed to take on client calls, I spent the the entire call like almost resenting them because I just, I did not, I was, and mentally I was just not, in a good place, like at all. So I I realized that in order for me to get out of that, I needed to just tear everything down. Like I needed to start over. And 
Also around that time, I found out I was expecting. So it's like, okay, perfect timing. I'll just take a break, just, you know, do the bare minimum and just spend this time figuring out what it is that I really want to do. And like, how can I rebuild my business in a way that suits this now completely new life that I I have. And I was doing some research online of like different business models. And I think I just somehow scrolled over. It may have been the, you guys podcast. I'm not sure. I feel like it may have been, but um, I, I just, I came across this idea of like a membership and how I could still do what I love coaching, but not in the capacity where I have like these eight hour long one-on-one coaching days like I was before. And I was like, okay, I can possibly do this membership thing and bring people in and I can coach, but I can maybe have one reserve day for coaching. And then the rest of the day, I can figure out how to do this mom thing <laughs> as well. So it just, it felt when I, when I came across it and I started doing more research because I'm a huge like research nerd when it comes to stuff like that. Like I I dig deep (laughs) into things. And I was like, well, this sounds like something that is going to be good for this season of life that I'm in. Like, I feel like this is something I can maintain while still feeling like I'm doing a thing that I love. Yeah. And so are you still, now that you've got the membership established and things, are you offering other products and services as well and still doing some one-to-one coaching or is it just the, the membership program now? So the membership is like my main like program. Um, I just opened up my calendar actually this month for um, some like 90 minute one-on-one coaching sessions, but they are very limited and it may not even become like a a recurring thing. I was just like, let me just see like what happens if I put this out there. Um, So I just opened up my calendar for like maybe five or six like 90 minutes one-on-one sessions here and there but as of right now the the membership is my main like source and that's where all of my focus goes into awesome and so what would you say has been the biggest challenge you've had with the membership since you launched it oh gosh so many (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh okay I'll just start at the beginning of the list uh one I had no clue what I was doing. Again, I had never really heard of a membership. I had never been a part of a membership prior to, you know, finding out about it. So I was really diving in blindly, which I'm thankful for a membership academy because you guys taught me so much because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with this thing. Um, So just being very new in this space was very challenging at first because again, I was used to one-on-one coaching. And I think a part of me, when I first started my membership, I felt like I had to still give that one-on-one value in a sense. Like I, I couldn't separate the two in my head. I was like, I don't like, oh, I don't have to check on them, you know, every single day. Like I don't have to have calls every single day. So like that was a big mindset shift that I had to like move past. Um, Another thing was just, I feel like figuring out how to like market it consistently because it is like a a open program. Um, I got very spoiled doing one-on-one coaching. So like I, I really didn't have to do too much marketing if I didn't want to, because a lot of my clients either were, were clients who just came back to work with me again, or I got a lot, a lot of referrals. So when I 
let that go and dive into the membership, it was like, oh, wait, now I have to, now I need like a solid marketing strategy. And, you know, I just can't create content for fun. I need to make sure that it is geared towards like what, what I want to lead people into now. So like, that was a big shocker for me. It was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Now I have to figure this out as well. (laughs) So that, um, And yeah, I think that was the biggest too, just simply not knowing what I was doing and then also figuring out different ways to consistently get people into the the membership without, again, burning out or feeling like I was completely, you know, trying to make one-on-one fit into like this new type of business model. So I think those were like my biggest hurdles that I had to overcome and still overcoming in some sense. (laughs) Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of people can probably relate to both of those. And so speaking about the marketing side of things, then you mentioned that it was kind of a struggle coming up with that consistently marketing plan. Is that something you have got under control now? How are you getting new members on a on a month to month basis? Yeah. So I had to figure out like a groove that work for me and how to like build in that excitement without feeling like I was launching every single month. Um, so right now for me, I, I focus on like my marketing in quarters. So I create, um, consistent content around like our framework inside of the program. And, um, before I was leading people into just, you know, going into the membership and signing up, but now that it's more application-based and it's at like a higher price point, um, testing out what it looks like to lead people from my content into like my sales funnel and seeing how that works versus straight up, you should join, you know, <laughs> the Purpose of Service Academy. Um, so that's so just being more intentional about my content and, um like also being consistent with my content and then figuring out different like marketing events that I can do on a quarterly basis. So whether that be like a live workshop that I teach or whether it be some type of challenge that I put on or um, if it's like just something strictly for my email list where I'm just taking them through like a small like sales sequence. So just trying to be consistent with thinking about different things that I can do each each quarter to just kind of generate excitement. Um, And then also putting myself out there more. So talking more about like my journey, like figuring all of this out and, you know, being on more podcasts or, you know, collaborating with other people's like, I've, I've realized over the past few months that I think I've hit like a cap with my audience, you know, you get to a point where everyone who's going to buy has bought and those who aren't are are just not. And that's okay. Um, So just figuring out how I can get into more like faces or get in front of more faces to tell people about, you know, what it is that I'm doing and, you know, what it is that I believe in and, and how it's different from what I was originally taught about entrepreneurship. So it's, it's, it's definitely, I won't say it's been a struggle, but it's definitely been like, a big learning curve of like a lot of trial and error, a lot of testing things out and just seeing, okay, like I know webinars work really well, but you know, maybe this sales sequence wasn't quite it. So a lot of testing, <laughs> lots and lots of testing. Yeah. I think that's the only way. And and sometimes I quite like that um, sometimes because it, it stops things getting too boring. If you, if you've got some sort of that thing where it's like, well, this is all going okay, but let's test this now just for something a bit different. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I try to tell that to like people that I talk to or like members inside of my program. I'm like, entrepreneurship is just one big test. Like if you can go in it and go into it with that mindset of, of okay, I'm just going to try this and like record and see if it works or not. Like it, it's, it does take the pressure off of feeling like everything has to be right or feeling like everything has to be perfect because we all know what we're doing in a sense, but like overall, none of us really know <laughs> what we're doing. <laughs> yep. Yep. That sounds right. Yeah. And things change all the time as well. You know, what worked last year isn't necessarily going to work as well in two years time kind of thing. Um, yeah. It's, it's just a constant kind of experiment, I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so we talked about um, challenges before, but what's actually been your favorite thing about having the membership? What makes it all feel worthwhile for you? Yeah. So the time, like I have a now two-year-old and once she gets home for daycare, I can like completely cut things off and I'm like, I'm done. And I don't have to worry about taking on like a whole nother shift of calls after, you know, she's home and settled in. Um, so the time has been like, major for me like I'm so thankful to have a sense of freedom (laughs) back in my life and and being able to structure this business around the life that I desire and like not the other way around has been so amazing um I also love that I still feel like I am operating in what I'm being called to do and helping these women but I'm able to make that impact almost on like a larger scale. So like, while I love the intimacy of like one-on-one coaching, I still feel like, oh, you know, I, I'm, I'm barely getting there, you know, with, with helping people, but in a membership capacity, it's like, I have this incredible group of women that I can impact and help and actually make sure that they're seeing progress, but not take, again, taking up so much of my time, like doing it. So I definitely love that the freedom that it has brought me. It's, I I don't even have the words for it. It's been incredible. (laughs) And so speaking about time there, then how, how much time do you think the the membership is taking you on average kind of every week? Yeah. So actually on the membership, um, so we have about a call a week. So maybe about four or five hours a week. If if I'm talking about like coaching calls and going in and like reviewing like um, member homework and actually just engaging in the community about four or five hours a week now. And then after that, you know, I spend more time on like figuring out the marketing and creating content and things like that, but actually on the membership about four or five hours a week. Awesome. And so with the content then, what are you actually giving to members every month? Yeah. So we, since we do have like a library of courses that they go through and I don't want to overwhelm them. Um, I've learned very quickly that giving too much will kind of send them on like the fritz with their, in their mind. So uh, we, we started doing monthly themes when we first started. Um, but with the monthly themes, they were like action steps that they had to take. And I felt like that was too overwhelming with the monthly themes. And then um 
trying to get them to actually do the work inside of the program. So I switched my monthly themes to be more conversation-based because I'm still working to get that good, like consistent engagement inside of the community. So we have these monthly themes, but instead of, oh, this is an action step you have to take and something you have to do in your business, it's strictly like come in into the community, like share your opinion, share your experience, let us know what's working for you around this specific topic. So we've talked about, you know, like last month we talked about visibility. So like what does being visible in your business or in your life look like for you? Um, This month we are talking about attracting and serving your clients. So like what has worked for you with attracting clients or where do you feel like you need more help? So it's definitely more conversation based. Um, And I think that's a good, it's been a good way to one, get engagement inside of the community, which is has been thing, a thing that I've been working really hard on. Um, but also it it shows different perspectives because we have, you know, people who are in coaching, this coaching kind of industry, but from deep different industries. So it's been a good way to say, oh, okay, she's a graphic designer. This is what she's been doing to get clients, but maybe this could work for this coach. So it's been a good way to get people engaged, but also share their different like perspectives on the same topic. Yeah, I love that idea of the the monthly theme for the community discussions. There, mm-hmm. I think that's yeah, as you say, a great way to get people sharing their own experiences and ideas. And what are you using for the community side of the membership? Yeah, so I took the plunge, and when we rebranded, we switched over to um, WordPress. So I'm using uh, the Buddy Boss theme and plugin. Yes, yes with yes. Um, like Learn Dash integration um, for the courses. So yeah, it's been amazing. Like I, I, I shared in. Uh, um, the membership academy <laughs> like when I was switching over like I was like I don't know if this is right but it all worked out <laughs> yeah, and before that were you on so were you moving people from um, a Facebook group to to the buddy boss or I want to say you were using mighty networks but I might have yeah. misremembered that yeah no it was mighty networks yeah so we were on mighty networks first and then I kind of migrated everyone over to um the WordPress site. And then, yeah, we're using wishlist member for like the, the plugin membership plugin. Yeah. And, and did you find that transition difficult? Did you lose members along the way or was everybody happy to kind of make that transition? Yeah. So I think it helped me with like moving people over because I was already using Thrivecart to accept like recurring payments. So thankfully I didn't have to have it was a couple of people who were like my very first members who weren't using that, that I had to have sign up again. But thankfully it it was a super simple like switch over because they didn't have to re-sign up and re-enter their card information. So I think I lost maybe a handful of people. It wasn't many, but yeah, after I was able to like automatically send everyone their new login information, like that was pretty much it. Awesome. It's always nice when you can make that kind of big switch and it's not yeah. it's not the end of the world or you're not having to get members to jump through hoops to, to re-sign up and things. So yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah. I was terrified of that. <laughs> <laughs> and so talking about the community and, and engagement of things, mm-hmm. what are you doing in terms of retention for keeping members happy and coming back month after month? Yeah, so I think giving them more access to me has helped a lot because even if you don't have a question now, you know that when a question does come up, you have someone to go and act. And it's like, you almost have like a coach on retainer. (laughs) So like you have someone there. Um, And then I, I, I really do try to make 
like our coaching calls feel more of like a group call and and not just I'm going to sit on here and teach you a bunch of things. So when I'm answering questions, I, you know, try to pull in other members who may have experience with that particular question who can like share their experience or I let them know all the time. Like if you want to share something, like just chime in and share it. Like we, we talk on Zoom. So and I make sure everyone can be off mute if they want to. So like I, I've really tried my hardest to make it feel like oh, okay, I have an opinion. I can, you know, comfortably share my opinion in this, even though I'm not the coach of the group. So I love being able to pull different people in and just, I tell them all the time, like, this is your safe space. So you can come in here and vent. You can share things that you may not feel comfortable sharing with on Instagram. And like, this is your space for you to learn, but it's also a space for you to interact with other people who are literally in the same position as you. So I tell them that all the time. So (laughs) I think it after a while, it's, it's just starting to click where they're like, you know, OK, I can show up here and keep showing up here and not feel judged. And I can also get other perspectives on what I'm going through. Awesome. And so one thing I know that you've done in the past mm-hmm. is send a, an actual physical welcome package to members as well. Yeah. Is, is that something you're still doing? Yes. Yeah. I actually just went through like a little revamp of that to to kind of make it a little like match our new branding. But yes, it is my favorite thing of all time. (laughs) So I send out since now we have like one main course that they go through. um, They receive a workbook in the mail that literally is like the worksheets of that course. Um, They receive like a little mini journal. Um, that they can use to just jot down ideas. And then I created like a super cute little welcome card. And then I just added a (laughs) keychain, which I'm very proud of. So yeah, it's, I, I, I come from a background of physical products. So like my very first business many years ago was physical products. So I've always still had a love of like packing and shipping things. So I think that, and I think it's a great way to kind of like, surprise and delight and like add a little bit more like personal touch to a group program because like I, I think a lot of people fear joining a membership or joining some type of like group program because they feel like they're not going to be seen or they're not going to be heard so that's kind of my way of saying hey I see you thank you for joining and like I hope that you know this kind of sets it up for you to feel like you're not just you know a small fish in a very big pond you know Yeah, I love that. And so I know this is something that when we've had members in the community before think about sending like a physical gift to new members and things, the concern Mm -hmm. is often kind of, well, what if they leave in a month? And, you know, there's a lot more expense involved in things like that. So Mm -hmm. is this something that you're sending to people as soon as they join? Or do you kind of have like a, a little bit of a trial period where you're waiting for them to settle into the membership before you do that? Yeah. So before um, the program was like more of a 12 month commitment before I was just going ahead and sending it to them within like a week or two weeks. Um, And that's just because I feel like one, I still wanted to make that that great, you know, first impression. But two, I also created the workbooks in a way where you really do need the videos and the courses to like understand what in the world is happening on these worksheets. So it's like you could, you know, leave and try to try to use the worksheets, but you're really not going to get the full context of it. Um, so I, I was very intentional about that when I created like the workbooks to, for them to go through. Um, but and also too, I keep I kept my prices really low as far as like 
like how much it cost me to print my workbooks, like they were less than three or $4. So it's like, if I, if I lose $4, you know, it's, it's fine. Like it's, it's okay. And I made sure that it made sense, but like my monthly pricing too. Yeah. Yeah. And I really like that as well, because also if you, if somebody's got that box of things that's going to help them move forward, it's something physical they can look at and be like, well, if I stay, then I'm going to be able to work through this and and get this help and, and things. So, so yeah, I really like that approach. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And two, I hope that if they, you know, do leave, it kind of sits around our house and serves <laughs> as a reminder of maybe you should join again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come back to us. Come back. Yeah. Yeah. We're waiting. <laughs> and so do you have a team helping you with all of this or is it just you working on the business? So it's just me right now. Um, I'm hoping by the end of this summer that I can bring in some type of like community manager, um, just so I can, again, bring in another perspective, but also kind of put my focus on other areas. Um, so hoping to bring on someone like that by the end of this summer, but as of right now, it is just me. (laughs) And so is there anything that you do wish you'd known earlier or would do differently if you were starting again? Yeah, if I could go again, I would definitely like narrow my focus from the very beginning. Like I would have started out from the very beginning, only focusing on this one very specific industry and like this one specific problem and audience. Like I I saw such a change in like the content that I was creating and, you know, the results my members were getting and the, I feel like my overall like happiness, like I I was happy before, but once we made the change and like niche down a lot more, I was like, oh wow. Like I can definitely feel the difference in this now, just from simply just narrowing my focus. So I, 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 if I could go back and do it again, I would definitely say to get like as specific as possible and like as narrowed in as possible and not be, I think I, I started out so broad because I was afraid. I was like, I don't, I don't, you know, want to, X anyone out. I want to be able to make this impact for a lot of women, but I can still do that in this very specific market, just, you know, more focused. And so overall then, what would you say having, what would you say the impact of the membership has been on your life and business so far? Yeah. So again, definitely that freedom um, that I have now of being able to actually have a life <laughs> outside of work. Um, and then I, I, I really do feel like I am operating in a place where I am making the most impact. And like, I'm actually, you know, we, we all call it like our zone of genius. Like I, I truly do feel like I'm good at the work that I'm doing. And I love that I can do this in a capacity that is helping more women than I was able to help before. So the freedom and the impact is, is, definitely how this has completely changed my life for the better and I'm, I'm super thankful love that and so with the the kind of membership you have so now you've gone more to the kind of the slightly higher access coaching group program model mm-hmm. feel like that's still as able to scale for you or do you feel like there's going to be a cap on the number of members that you would be able to to deal with in that membership essentially Yeah. So I've thought a lot about that. And it was one of my hesitations when I was, you know, weighing the pros and cons of switching to this type of model. Um, I think for me, um, I don't want to say focusing on quality over quantity, but I think that while I was used to getting multiple members a week, 
you know, when it was at a lower price point, I think now I'm focusing on, okay, you may get one or two new people in now, but again, it's at a higher price point and you're also being a lot more selective of who is coming in. So that has been like a big mindset shift that I've had to like switch around because for a long time I was like, oh no, this isn't working. <laughs> this is horrible. Like something needs to change. And then um, as far as like just scaling, um, I've thought about, you know, okay, what if this does get to a point where I can't manage the, the calls all the time or I can't manage like the client, um, like our the homework that they submit. And I was like, well, you know, that is where, you know, if at that point I should be in a space where I can hire. So I can possibly bring in, you know, another coach part-time to help me to go through like the client work or, you know, hire some type of virtual assistant who can handle more of like the back end thing so that I can focus more on like member related uh, tasks. So I, I had to do a lot of mindset shifting around that. And it, it forced me to, to like think bigger about my business when I was like very small, like I'm, I'm just, it's just going to be me in this. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think, you know, as a business owner, I, I did have to put in perspective, like, okay, what if I get a hundred people who are submitting homework on a monthly basis? Like, what does that look like again for my life? So I, I, I feel confident in, you know, if it does get to that point, then I can be in a position to bring in help to kind of take the load off. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like you've set it up in such a way that, you are kind of the all-knowing guru that if you did bring in other coaches to help and things like that, that there would be any issue with that. Yeah, yeah. And I and I also try to, like our group coaching calls, like if our theme is something that I don't necessarily feel like 100% confident in, I will bring in a friend to teach a class or I'll bring in a friend to do like a Q&A on that specific topic. So like you said, I, I'm very open with hey, I I know I'm the coach, but I don't always know everything. So like, let me bring in this person or let me direct you to another member who may have um, better advice on this. So yeah, I've I've really tried to make it to where if for any reason I do have to bring in other people, it's not like, oh my gosh, who is this person? I don't trust them. (laughs) It's like a natural kind of of thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's an additional bonus to kind of removing anything. Absolutely. Yeah. So as we start to wrap up then, I would love to know if somebody listening is starting of thinking of a membership site or thinking of starting a membership site even, um, what one tip would you give them? Yeah, I would say like niche down as much as possible when you start. Um, Even if you feel like your idea is very broad, um, at least pinpoint the exact person that you want to work with or like the exact problem that you want to help them through. And I promise it makes a world full of difference, especially if you're struggling to create content or struggling to market or just simply struggling to figure out what to say or do inside of your membership. Like if you have a very specific problem or person that you're focusing on, like that makes a world full of difference with everything surrounding that in your business. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's a great tip there. And so last question then, I'd love to know what your your goals actually are. Where would you like the Purpose to Service Academy to be in 12 months time, say? Yeah, so I made a goal to in my program at the beginning of this year to help a hundred women to launch their offer. So like, that's my big goal now is like, I want a hundred women inside of the program to 
launch their offer by the end of this year. Um, and since we're we're a few months into 2021, um, I guess, you know, I, I will probably just keep adding on to that number. Like, I just want as many women as possible to have like their solid business idea, like out into the world and like making money from it. Awesome. And so I know I said that was the last question, but actually I just want to, um, with, uh, you know, the, the purpose of the membership now being the kind of the 12 month program that helps people launch that offer mm-hmm. is the idea of that, that then once they get to that point, they won't need you anymore. Or is the idea that they'll then stick around to improve that offer, launch a new offer and things like that. Yeah. So that is something that I was actually talking to a friend about very recently, but, um, I, I would love for them to be able to still stay inside of the program because we all know after you launch, like launching is only a piece of the pie. Like <laughs> there is so much more that comes after they've launched and, you know, created the 30 or 60 day like marketing strategy. So I would love for the ladies to continue to be in the program, to still get the coaching calls, to still get the guest experts, to, you know, still get any new thing that I created as well. So I, I would love for this to be something that they just stay in. If they don't want to, you know, that's completely understandable, but I want them to know that they're still going to get value outside of just going through the class and any of the courses that I've like taken or programs that I've been in before I've realized that sometimes it takes going through it multiple times in order to get the you know most out of it because questions come up and things change so I want them to still feel like they have the access to that if they choose to later on awesome I love that approach and so if someone wants to connect with you check out the membership where's the best place for them to do that yeah, so um, you can find me at aliciarobertson.com. Um, I'm also the Alicia Nicole on social media. And then if you want to learn more about the Purpose to Service Academy, you can go to purposetoservice.co. Awesome. Thank you so much for talking with me today, Alicia. It's been great to hear more about kind of how you've pivoted and, and how you're doing things now. And yeah, it's been great to see your journey in the Academy and I'm really looking forward to watching it continue to flourish as well. Yeah, thank you so much. That's it, folks. Big thank you again to Alicia for sharing her membership story with me. And a big thank you to you too for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and found Alicia's journey helpful in your own quest for membership excellence. If you'd like to find out more about Alicia and where to connect with her, as well as grab the show notes or download the transcript from this episode, then head on over to themembershipguys.com slash BTM 47. I'll be back next week, same time, same back channel with another episode of Behind the Membership. If you enjoyed this week's episode, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. The Membership Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing, and running a membership website. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be, or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks, and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement, and advice, the Membership Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage, and grow a successful membership website. Check it out at membershipacademy.com.